This is the Starting Over podcast, and we care because we've been there and know what it feels like to be isolated in our failures. We know the loneliness that starting a new adventure can bring. So we want to bring community to you while you endure and persevere in your journey, because we know that courage becomes more of a habit when you've got people in your corner. So this is Kelsey, and this is Jana, and this is Starting Over. Welcome back, friends. We're happy to be here. Happy New Year. <laughs> happy New Year. It's 2021. Oh my gosh. We're fine. <laughs> yeah, we're fine. <laughs> we're maybe on each other's nerves a little bit right now. I think I might be on yours because you're not on mine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I didn't want to call you out, but... So this is our restart of an episode because I I got a little excited on the last <laughs> time. So anyway, what are we talking about today, Kelsey? Motivation. <laughs> I'm going to be motivated to keep myself in check. You know, I like that motivation for you. It feels oh. right. <laughs> so also, the last couple of times that Kelsey and I have hung out, we've been like super... What do you call it? Like mean? Just, I don't know about mean. <laughs> just like catty, 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 <laughs> catty. <laughs> Sharp nailed. Yes, <clears throat> but not in a rude or mean way. In a like your friendship's gotten to this level <laughs> way. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that's exactly how. Like normally you just get a death glare and then you laugh. Yeah, but now we just like lean into the death glare. <laughs> We're like, how far can we push this? <laughs> Just testing. Will she kick me out of her home? <laughs> We've gotten close once or twice. <laughs> How about you kicking me out of your home? Oh, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> you gave me that look. Like I at, thought you were going to kick me out of your house. Oh. <laughs> well, sometimes we're at yours. And I was like, when did you want to kick me out? Like how offended you got. We're like at your house sitting on your couch. <laughs> anyway, guys. So we are talking about motivation today. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, I feel like with the new year, a lot of people have, you know, they're just like, it's a fresh, fresh start, clean yeah. slate, mm-hmm. like motivated to have a better year, you know, whatever, even if last year wasn't 2020, if it was 2018, it's like, I want to have a better year than I did last year. You know? Yeah. I think it's specific that like some yeah. things are like, well, that was 2020. So <laughs> changing everything about myself <laughs> this year and hoping for the better. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I was like, hey, Janet, you want to talk about motivation? And she was like, why made this come up? And I was like, well, um, I didn't want to do the things that I said I was going to do all last week, but I did them anyways, but I was pretty grumpy. And I just thought, hey, maybe we should talk about motivation. So that's how we're here. Mm-hmm. I'll give you some of my goals for this new year. Um, I'm doing a 16-week workout program. As well as this first month, I'm doing yoga with Adrian's 30-day yoga mm-hmm. journey. That's what she calls it. Okay. <laughs> I listen to her every day, so I know. <laughs> um, yeah, so I've been doing that. I have some other things, but really the fitness last week, I was like, honestly i did yoga at like nine o'clock at night multiple nights in a row just to make sure you got it done yeah i was like you're not going to bed till you do this 
And nine o'clock, I really mean like 10.30. Oh, okay. Which is very late for me. That's a weird mispronunciation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, just... I mean, hey, you still got it done. Yes, I did. So, so any more goals this year? Or just have fitness ones or mainly? Um, No, I have a lot of goals. We're very goal-oriented people, if you didn't realize that by now. Yeah, very goal-oriented. Yeah. Um, My other one is I will not eat out by myself this whole year. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's very big. Yeah, that's a big one. It's very big. It's been very hard already. <laughs> We're only 18 days in. Yep. Um, but it's fine. I'm doing it. Um, I think once you break the cycle and, like, let it be broken, it'll get better, but... I'm in the middle of breaking the cycle and the habit, so it's tough. Um, what are some of the other ones? There's like, there's health. You have like a personal goals, like personal oh. development or like spiritual goals. Yeah, I'm reading the gospel, all four gospels every month this whole year. That's a lot of reading. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> that's a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm just like kind of torturing myself this year. Yeah, that's fine. You know, some people are into that. Mm. Growth. Mm-hmm. As one of my pop sugar fitness coaches likes to say, <laughs> um, without change, there's no growth. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not good at quoting people. There you go. Hey, that's you a did fun great. fact about me. Okay. I'm very bad at quoting people. But then you quote people a lot, actually. Do I? Yeah. I think I just quote myself. <laughs> a wise woman once said. <laughs> I'm like, somebody. Insert Kelsey quote here. It's going to be a little tweaked of like mm-hmm. however my brain remembered it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's fine. Paraphrase is close enough. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. Those are the ones I can think of. I'll throw them back in if I remember some okay. other ones. Um, what about you? Um, so. I want to form my LLC this year. So my business, I have a DBA, but I haven't officially turned it into an LLC. So that is a big goal of mine. What's a DBA? So DBA is doing business as. So it's kind of like a sole proprietor. If something were to go wrong, I could still personally be attacked. (laughs) I'm going to use that word. Um, But I mean, like someone could come after me instead of separating myself from my business. So it was like my business would be a different entity. So... Um, limited liability company is an LLC. And so if something happened in my business, they could come after my business, but not like they couldn't come take my house or my car or something like that. But they could take away all the things from my business. So scary, but not as scary as them attacking me. Um, (laughs) So separating those two this year, um, opening up five bank accounts. So I have through, I have two technically, um, but opening up the three other ones for like my savings, my tax savings and like the official business account. So, um, I have like my personal and my savings, but kind of like coming up, there's five different bank accounts to have to, it's like really set you up for success. So there's like business and financial goals. Um, I would like to get myself halfway out of debt this year. So that's a big goal of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then I have some health goals, I want to um, just really get myself into a great shape. Like I just, where I feel healthy and I feel really strong and definitely want to lose some weight. I have some weight that I can lose. Um, But really that's going to come out from like building habits of like, 
you know, not going out to eat. Like, um, not that it's really bad right now, but I don't know, just kind of like cleaning up my diet overall. Um, I just joined the cross, uh, one of our CrossFit gyms in town and it's like CrossFit is one of my favorite workouts. And so it feels good. I do much better when someone's pushing me. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, get into a place where there's someone smarter than you who can push you. And I definitely did that. So, um, spirit, and then some spiritual goals is making sure that I'm journaling and reading every morning, um, during my quiet time. So, and then another one is reviewing my goals every day. So that really, that kind of going into motivation, that keeps me motivated. Reviewing my goals keeps me motivated because I'm like, oh, okay, when I review my goals, I write why I'm doing them. So I'm like, okay, there's not, I'm not just doing this to do this. It's like, oh, right. There's this big reason behind it. Like my future. So I am a 10 year person. Like I think out 10 years at a time. And so I have a tendency to not want to do the here and now because I'm so future oriented. So it really keeps me like, all right, future oriented makes me remember I'm going to do the here and now and really check in. Yeah. So those are some of mine. Nice. Yeah. Um, so how do you, how do you feel when you're not motivated? (sighs) What does that feel like? Man, stress. So, um, you'll, you know, Kelsey and I talk about the Enneagram a lot and I'm an Enneagram three. And one of the things about being an Enneagram three is that under stress, I kind of go into an unhealthy nine, which looks like I just kind of shirk responsibilities. You know, I just kind of like, I'll check out from the world. I'll stop connecting in with people as much. Um, and so it's like not being motivated is usually comes from being really stressed out, like stressful events in life, or maybe not handling my emotions well, or not sitting in my emotions, which I have a hard time sitting in. We just had a whole conversation about this. Like, it's just, it's just difficult for me. I think like, it takes me a long time to process emotion anyway. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, I have to stop everything I'm doing to like sit in my emotions. Um, and that, and it's just hard. I mean, I think it's hard for anyone, but I just, that's one for, for me. Like, I don't just enjoy sitting in my emotions. Um, and it kind of takes me out of the game. So, like, it takes me hard. It's hard for me to address them. And then once I address them, like, it's hard for me to get back to work because I'm just, I just feel raw and vulnerable and naked. And I'm like, ooh. So, yeah. um, anyway, if I'm not in, like, an emotionally healthy place, I get very unmotivated to just do anything. Like, from my dishes to my job, like I just check out of the world. Yeah. My goals definitely go out the window. Yeah. So I think, um, yeah, I'm very similar of, I become very lethargic, um, when I'm emotionally not great, but also I start to do like really petty things, like things that don't matter mm-hmm. or things I'm not working towards. Like mm-hmm. I, my focus goes off because I'm not good at sitting still. So I say lethargic and like that lasts like maybe a day or two because I'm just not very good at being still. Um, I'm an Enneagram 8 and we just, it's not, not impossible. It's just not things that's not uh like your natural way of doing things? Yeah, or e- like even in stress or even in unhealth, mm-hmm. we're not, like we're just never really still. It's yeah. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, 
anyways, so that's not, I feel that way, but I realize like, oh no, I'm still doing like all this stuff. It's just not stuff that I should be doing Mm -hmm. or I'm doing things to distract myself rather than like staying focused. So like to me, I think when I'm not motivated, I feel unfocused is more synonymous for me. Okay. Unfocused. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. It's just kind of like you're doing a lot of things, but it's not pushing you toward a specific thing. Like not gearing you. It's just kind of out there. You can't see my hand motions, but I'm doing them. So like, (laughs) so this one's, it's a little close to home. Whenever I first moved to Lubbock, I was not okay emotionally. I had been through something really traumatic before I moved here and hadn't been to counseling yet. Um, and I decided I was going to redecorate the house I live in, which like one didn't really have the money for that. And two, it was completely unnecessary, mm-hmm. like completely unnecessary. <laughs> and so it was just a distraction. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I was still like doing stuff, still doing stuff. Yeah. Getting a lot of stuff done actually. Mm-hmm. And like cleaning out things and whatever. And it's just like. Those weren't necessary. And it, like, and I'd research things and whatever, like all around that. And I put myself in an even more unhealthy, like it was unfocused. Um, so like that's a. Ugh. Yeah. I don't look back on that with any amount of pride. So when you say like, how would you say that you like didn't have motivation in that? Like you don't have the motivation to stay focused? Well, it's like, like I think one of my words for the year like, which I do that every year, almost, was discipline. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I wasn't working out. Like, I wasn't I wasn't doing anything that was actually healthy for me. And so there wasn't a motivation, like, to do things right by myself. Like, and I, I gained some weight when I first moved here, just, like, going to a sedentary job and mm-hmm. eating worse and all these things. And it was just... Like, I, I knew there were things that I would have liked to change, but I was completely unmotivated and I was distracting myself mm-hmm. instead. And so I was unfocused on, like, my actual health, which, like, I guess that's more of what I think about with motivation is, like, I'm motivated to be the best I can be. Yeah. And so anything that can take away from your focus or your motivation of, like, being the best version of yourself it's like good to know, mm-hmm. oh, hey, that's a warning sign yeah. that I'm not motivated to do right by me. Yeah. And just kind of like, I like that, like kind of acknowledging maybe like warning signs of like, hey, I'm not doing so hot. So like sometimes if I'm like, I know if I go out and eat a lot, I'm like, that is a telltale sign that I'm not doing so hot. So mm-hmm. I'm like, if I've got a few like Chick-fil-A bags in my car, I'm like, what's going on? Like, it's like, what, yeah. what's going on with me? Cause also like in general, like I eat pretty healthy, mm-hmm. you know, but I'm like, so if I'm eating fried chicken or like waffle fries a few times in one week or like a few times in two weeks, I'm like, that's not normal for me. And so that's like a trigger, like a warning sign. That's like, Hey, yeah. what else is, what do you need to check in? Because I'll notice whenever I do that, I'll look in other things in my life. I'm like, Hey, you're not taking care of this or this either. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like it. I feel like it's a kind of a sign of self awareness that you might be 
interested to look into as well. Yeah, I think a question I asked myself when I realized like I'm not doing the healthiest of like like cooking at home or sometimes if I leave the dishes, it's not something I do very often. Yeah. I'm, I'm a very... Yeah. You're a very clean person. Yeah. I think I you were the cleanest person that I know. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Come by it honestly. Yeah. Mark and Deb. <laughs> I didn't allow for anything else, um, which is fine. Uh, um. <laughs> I'm not choked up over that uh-huh. at all. I just grew up in a very clean home. <laughs> no regrets. Not Anyways, um, so if I'm doing things like that, like uh, not wanting to cook, not wanting to work out or whatever, a lot of what I think I tell myself is mm-hmm. I don't have time for it. Oh, yep. Right? Mm-hmm. Like you uh, think to yourself, oh, that's like too much. Like, God, ah, no, I can't fit that in. It's such a lie. Mm-hmm. Like, no. So you can when, fit yeah. it in. Like you literally. the same 24 hours in your day as you did, you know, last week when yeah. you did it. <laughs> And like, and it's not to say, listen, I love a good binge or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just, that can't be your norm. It yeah. cannot, like, that's just not, and yeah. I'm telling myself this. <laughs> Kelsey, yeah. that cannot be your norm. <laughs> like, but like I got home, like I went to go get stuff for dinner for us tonight. And then I got home and I was like, oh, I could watch a quick show. And I was like, no, I can go play with my dog outside for a little bit. And yeah. then I pulled out a book because I was like, mm-hmm. I'm trying to read more and try to occupy yeah. my time with that. Like, I don't want to sit on that couch, especially because I'm working from home still. And I'm like, I sit on that couch all day. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I'm doing something. I'm sitting in different spots in my house. I'm making it feel different and yeah, not just like times like a blob. Like, I want to be like, oh, I want to look back on my days and be like, Wow. I accomplished a lot for myself. Yeah. And, like, that's what motivation looks like for mm-hmm. me of, like, no, like, and even when I was, when I started my, my 16 workout week, work, whatever, 16, 16 week, week workout, workout plan, mm-hmm. I've done half of it before, and it's very intense. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I remember you going, wasn't that, like, you went through it in the summer? Yeah. Yeah. Was like, okay. <laughs> I did a couple of those, and I was like, oh, well, it is. It's, she's very intense. I love her a lot. Sarah's Day, shout out. Um, but I was starting it, and I, like, had to talk myself through. I was like, yeah. I know this is hard. Like, mm-hmm. I think motivation doesn't mean there's an absence of things of being hard or no. an absence of you rather being sitting on the couch or yeah. anything like that. It's just, you talk yourself, like you mm-hmm. learn how to speak kindly to yourself yeah. and say, Hey, I'm acknowledging, mm-hmm. I get it. You don't want to do this, yeah. but this is good for us. Like one of us has to step up here and right now is me because <laughs> there's two people inside of me. There actually, that's a thing. Okay. There's like, there's many parts of yourself and they can talk to each other. So it's like when sometimes I'll refer to myself as we, and people look at me and they're like, why do you say we? And I'm like, like there's Holy Spirit. lots of personality in this girl. Okay. <laughs> and, Holy Spirit. <laughs> and, and Holy Spirit. Yeah. And then he squeezes in here. So. <laughs> He's like, excuse me, can I talk to you for a minute? <laughs> Which one am I talking to today? <laughs> oh, so we... Mm-hmm. Multiple pieces of you. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I just have to say, hey, I get like, so I was starting my workout and listen, I hate mountain climbers with a passion. Oh, yeah. With a passion. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I know you're in pain right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
laughing at how accurate, like, I was suddenly back there. <laughs> I could see it in your face. It was, it was very rough. I, like, I don't want to feel that again. Yeah. I really did, though. I was just like, I and I hear you. Like, I had to just, like, mm-hmm. validate what I was feeling and yep. tell my arm muscles and... Because that's what gets me. I can't hold myself up very well. It's hard to work arms. Ew. Like, I hate working arms, so I rarely do it. But my legs are very strong. <laughs> well, same. <laughs> <laughs> they, like, have to put up with us. Yeah. Um, so, it's actually, on that note, have you heard of Chris Voss? So, he's, no. like... <laughs> sorry, would you have just scared himself? <laughs> Hilarious. That was so funny. I think he tooted. I think he did. <laughs> he too. like tooted and was like, what was that? <laughs> he like legitimately scared of himself. Like was like <laughs> it's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> Wish you guys would have could have seen that. Um so anyway, Chris Voss is a guy and he's a master negotiator. So he would negotiate things like what a cool job. Yeah. You need to li- oh, you would love listening. Would. You would love listening to Chris Voss. Oh, um, man, he'd probably, like, make me do stuff I didn't even realize. I think, I think I'm very impressionable sometimes. <laughs> well, I, was, I was hypnotized. Really? Yeah, like, full-on hypnotized. What did you do? Well, I booty danced in front of my entire graduating class in high school, <laughs> which is something I would not do under my own volition. Right. I don't know. I feel like you have it in you. Oh, well, obviously I have it in me because I did it. Obviously. Was I good at it? No. That's what's embarrassing. Did I they know. get it on tape? Yeah. Oh, that's I even have better. no idea where they are now, though, because mm. I don't have Facebook. But, yeah. It's just, wow. There's a little fun fact for you. There you go. Fun fact for Kelsey. Very impressionable. Can be hypnotized. No. <laughs> I shouldn't have put that out there. <laughs> I don't it's know what people like are you're like a random person in the crowd that like accidentally got hypnotized. You like volunteered for it. <laughs> well, actually, so how he did it is you're in the crowd and he like had you make you think your hands got turned into stone. Uh-huh. And then you were trying to pull them apart. Yeah. And that's how I was like freaking out in the crowd. Because you couldn't because I thought my hands were stone and I couldn't pull them apart. Interesting. Yeah. Do you remember freaking out? Yes. Oh, man. I remember. And, like, I remember my friends turning mm-hmm. and being like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> Pull my your hands. hands are club. My hands are club. My hands are club. <laughs> they were literally like, Pull your hands apart. <laughs> like, all right. Yeah. Interesting. So that's how they do it. They, like, do a test to see mm-hmm. who's susceptible to it. To be fair, I was sleep deprived. So it was, like, three in the morning. Mm, yeah. I don't know if, like, fully functioning Kelsey yeah. would be so easily. Yeah. But I do know. Tired Kelsey. Yeah, which is not shocking. All right. That's fair. Okay, don't. I feel like I gave you too much power. I mean, Jesus. I'm just, I mean, I've seen, I've heard of other people be hypnotized. Like, it's like a thing. People yeah, get but hypnotized. it seems like. I'm not going to try to hypnotize I you. I don't trust you. <laughs> <laughs> There's a twinkle. One of There's her, a twinkle. Listen, one of my deepest fears is mind control, so I'm not going to do it on you. Okay? Really? Yeah, it's a weird thing. I should not have put that on you. <laughs> <laughs> wow, well, here we are. Please don't hypnotize me and do not do mind control on Diana. I'm so uncomfortable right now. Neat. So there's a negotiator. 
Yeah, Chris Voss. We're just going to move forward. You can do this. So Chris Voss, he <laughs> he does... Um, he would negotiate like hostage, like bank hostage situations and like international kidnappers and stuff like that. So he was like, well, if you can do this in like in regular situations, you should be able to do this in like business transactions and things like that. Like, how do you negotiate well? And so he's written a book. Um, I can't remember the title of his book at the moment. It's, uh, what is it? I'll think of it. Um, hopefully, but you can go look up Chris Voss, C-H-R-I-S-V-O-S-S, Chris Voss. Um, and he has a really great book and he has a master, um, the mastermind, like the, they have like chefs and authors and stuff like that. So there's like, he teaches a course on negotiation. Okay. Um, anyway, he talks about that. So in talking, kind of going back to the motivational side of things where you talk to yourself and say, I know you're tired right now. I know like. I know you don't want to do this. Um, that's actually like a mental thing because you're acknowledging. And whenever we acknowledge something, like when you acknowledge, if you're having a conversation with someone and you're like, I know that you feel frustrated right now. And I know you're probably gonna, it probably feels like I'm being mean to you right now. It's like, it kind of breaks down those walls because it's like, good, you're listening and you acknowledge and you see that person as an honest person. So it's mm. like, hey, okay, you see me and you're listening to me. So it makes them feel like less of a threat. Okay. So we can, when we do that with ourselves and mm-hmm. we have to be self-aware enough to do this. So you say like, and it sounds, it feels weird because you're talking to yourself, but you're like, I know you're tired. I know you are frustrated. I know that today probably didn't go like you planned. Um, but we, we need this to happen. Like this, this is the greater purpose. Um, and if we do this, we'll like, I know you think that like, you're not going to be able to get through this workout, but we need to make this happen. So it's like acknowledging your fears of like, I don't want to, it doesn't feel good. It hurts. I'm tired. Like all the facts, say the facts to yourself and it like breaks down your wall and your reasoning to not do it. And it helps you move forward and do it. It's so, it's kind of feels counterintuitive because you're like, feels like I'm just complaining, but you're like, I know you're tired. You're saying it to yourself like this, but like, I know you're tired. I know you would really like to go to bed. I think it's more of compassion. I feel like it's both. Yeah. But I mean, well, not complaining. Yeah. It's compassion. Yeah. yeah. Like you're having self-compassion of saying like like if your mm-hmm. friend was you telling feel you understood. yeah like if your friend was telling you hey like you are going through a hard time right yeah. now mm-hmm. you are pushing yourself mm-hmm. i know you're tired mm-hmm. but i really think you can do this that's yeah. compassion that's yep. not like and if your friend telling you like yeah. hey i'm struggling this is hard like and not like you just need to suck it up and do it anyway yeah. it's like hey Back off, <laughs> bucko. No. Well, I gets... think it's like your attitude, mm-hmm. the way you treat yourself. Yeah. Because you listen to the way that you treat yourself. I know that sounds weird, but. Yeah, no, you do. You're, and then your rhetoric of how you talk to yourself always bleeds over into how you talk to others. So. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. Interesting. Yep. So, I like it. Um, as far as motivation goes, I think there's also. Um, so that's like one way to motivate yourself is like yeah. acknowledging what's going on. And you can do that, which you've talked about with eating before, but you can transfer like that talking to yourself through something. You can put that into a lot of different areas of your life. Like if you're going back to school, 
He's like, hey, this is not fun. This is not where you'd mm-hmm. want to be. Or savings of like, it's not, like acknowledge like, no, it's not fun saying no. Mm-hmm. No, it's not fun not getting the bougie cheese. Yeah. Like, no, it's not. Like, acknowledge like, no, this isn't where you'd want to be. But we've got to make it happen to get to a better spot, a healthier yeah. spot. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. I think, it, and that's another part of it too, is like when you're writing your, I say when you're writing your goals, and I think it's perfectly fine to say goals. I know it can be scary sometimes, but it's like goals are aspirations with a plan. Yeah. You know, it's like, hey, here's, we're going to make, we're going to figure out a way to do this. Um, being eternally optimistic and saying, I can figure this out. I yeah. have what it takes to figure this out. And your goals don't have to always, so like mine for this year aren't necessarily like a full year, like one of them or two. Okay. There's a few that are for the full year, but like the workout, like one was like, I'm going to start with this one month. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do the 30 day. Like that's my first step of this. And then the 16 workout, 16 week workout, I'm never going to say it right. Yeah. Program. Like, I mean, some of them, it's just like, well, this is the first step and this is so even with your goals, don't get caught up of like, okay, these are going to be all the steps. Cause that gets overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Like it's very overwhelming at first. Just like, here's the first step. I'm going to accomplish that. Even if you know the next one's coming, don't, that's a little, you don't have to focus there yet. Mm-hmm. Like just focus that first step. Like I'm gonna, I'm going to do this whole week of eating meals at home mm-hmm. and then like celebrate, enjoy whatever that looks like. And then do another week. Cause you yeah. already did one. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, yeah. I think whenever you take those steps and it's like finding that bliss point because it's like you want to push yourself, but it's like not so much that it's just like so uncomfortable and you can't keep it up. Yeah. You know, because it's like you you push yourself, you get yourself a little bit outside of your comfort zone, but not so much that it's like I can't do this. But, you know, whatever that comfort zone is for you, don't judge your, don't judge your comfort zone or don't judge how strong you are in whatever area just do it because mm. I think part of the thing is I want to I want to talk touch on this with the motivation. Oftentimes people think that they're going to like wait to be motivated to take action, Ooh. but that's not true. It action promotes motivation. It's not the other way around. It's not motivation creates action. It's action creates motivation. Because okay, what does that look like tangibly? So like we'll just, I mean, working out is a really easy example. It's like you think like, Oh, you kind of wait to like a lot of people wait until they feel like it to go work out. They think they're going to feel like it, mm. but rarely do you feel like putting yourself in a situation where you're hurting. Like, you know, yeah. and just because you're hurting doesn't mean you're harming yourself, but like you get sore after you work out yeah. and it's like, you might not be motivated to go to the gym. You might not want to go put your shoes on, but that's where like, that's where athletes are made. That's where strong people of strong character and um, you know, change, t- change. That's where change happens is whenever you continue taking action without feeling motivation, motivation comes after motivation is a reward for action. Yeah. Because an object in motion will stay in motion, you know, and an object at rest will stay at rest until yeah. acted on by an outside force. So it's like, you kind of have to create motivation. And I say like, well, I like, don't want to say you create motivation. You create a reason to take action and then you take action and then motivation comes after. And it's like, Ooh, yeah, I'm getting more used to this. I want to go again. Well, and it's sounding more like you're getting to the point of like motivation is more of a habit mm-hmm. than, um, a cause. Yeah. Cause I think of motivation as like the feeling that you have, like 
the feeling of like excitement to go back and do it. The feeling of like, Ooh, I'm going to lean into this. Um, some people feel motivation for the honeymoon phase. Like a lot of people feel motivated to like start a new project and that's excited. Mm-hmm. It's it's exciting because it's new. It's sexy. It's like, Oh, this is fun. And then they put it down and they don't keep going because they haven't built the habit to do it. Yeah. You know, but it's like, I think of motivation as the feeling of wanting to do something. Like, that's how I feel, like, motivated. Like, there's a fire inside of you. But I think, I feel like, and I, I guess I equate that with, like, the feeling of wanting to do something. Like, motivation. And then there's, like you said, versus the cause of, like, why you're doing something. Does that make sense? Yeah, I don't know if I agree. Okay. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. We may be miscommunicating as we have several times this night. <laughs> um, so I will preface that. But I think, I don't think I view motivation that way. Mm-hmm. I think, I think what I'm trying to learn about motivation is it doesn't always feel great. Mm-hmm. Like I think, I do think like motivation's what makes me do something. Mm-hmm. Like, what's your motivation to do it? Yeah. yeah. Like, I think I'm motivated to work out. Mm-hmm. I get to that point to work out. Like, yeah. I don't work out to be motivated. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I can't see how that happens. Like, you're you're working out to be motivated to be the best version of yourself. So, I think we are. I think there is, like, a miscommunication there. Because I'm thinking about, like, whenever... I'm thinking about, like, the reason to keep going. So, like, you know when it's, like, whenever you... um let's say you're sitting on the couch and mm-hmm. you're like, I'm not feeling very motivated to go work out, mm-hmm. but it's like, I know that I need to go work out. Like I know that I need to go. Yeah. You know? So it's like, because I want to be healthy. Yeah. And so I guess it's kind of semantics. It's like, yeah, because like I would say how doing you define it, motivation really yeah. I guess, is part of it. I think doing it anyways still makes you motivated. Even if you don't feel like it, Mm-hmm. See, I don't think motivation is a feeling to me. I think it's a discipline. I think that's where yeah, I'm, and that's I what feel I different. Think, or yeah, it's I like view I think we like have different definitions of the yeah. word motivation, which is that's another thing too. Yeah, it's like when I think of motivation, I think of like the feeling of excitement that comes with doing something. Like I feel motivated. Is like I've got to get some motivation to do this, and it's like a reason to do something. I guess my the whole point of what I was saying. Yeah, yeah. is that it's like. We think we're going to feel like to kind of take away, we'll take away the word motivation altogether. But it's like a lot of people feel like I'm going to feel like doing it mm-hmm. when the point is be disciplined in doing it. Yeah. Like Which that's, I, we that's do the whole agree point on. of what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Is like you have to decide, you have to make a decision. Like you're not always going to feel like doing something, mm-hmm. but you have to do it anyway. Like build the habit of doing it. And I think for me of like where motivation comes in is that's where that discipline is, is you are motivated even when you don't feel like it. Mm-hmm. You're, you're motivated to be like your focus, mm-hmm. like going back to that, that yeah. I think that's why being unfocused is the antithesis of motivation to me because when I'm focused, yeah. mm-hmm. I am motivated to be the best version of myself. Yeah. I'm not getting distracted by these other unhealthy things. So that's actually my word of the year is focus. Well, actually focus and win are my two words for this year. And it's just like, I absolutely agree. Like having focus helps you stay motivated. 
We're getting there. Yeah, we're working on it. Yeah. We didn't write an outline. We did not. We're shooting from the hip, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we do, like, you'll have to figure that out for yourself. Like, Jan and I had kind of different versions of that, and that's mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Um, but I do think, like, two things we came back to are just, like, be disciplined. Like, it is a choice. Like, yep. regardless of how, what where motivation falls for you and what your definition yeah. of it is, <laughs> You being the best version of yourself and like sticking to goals that you've made is a choice you make and mm-hmm. you are responsible for that. Like I I have to reconcile that with myself sometimes and that mm-hmm. is hard um, to be like, hey, you just you didn't make the right choice there mm-hmm. or you didn't stick to your your decision. Yeah. So I feel like doing the hard thing, um, doing the hard thing now generally comes into doing the easy thing later. Like having an easier life, doing the harder thing now builds an easier life later, you know, and you can enjoy it. Man, that was up our alley. That was, I'm totally feeling it. And no matter what your definition of motivation is, <laughs> remember habits are key. Discipline is key. Yeah. It takes, listen, if you're working hard at this, if you are, if you are trying, mm-hmm. I'm proud of you. Yep. And you're allowed to fail and get back up. Like, do not allow yourself to fall and then just stay down because, oh, well, I tried and failed. Like, just get back up. Yeah. Get back up. That's right. Alter course a little bit. Change change a degree. Whatever. Mm-hmm. And just make the adjustments that need to be made. Listen, when I'm trying to do a recipe, I have to make it like five times before I'm happy with something. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's like... Whenever you are trying to do something big in your life, like just be graceful with yourself, Mm -hmm. have compassion. And remember, it's like, enjoy the journey. Like don't get so focused on something. I have to remind myself of this often. Like don't get so focused that you're not enjoying your life. Like I've had a question this last week of how do you want to spend your days? Mm. And ask yourself that question. How do you want to spend your days? And you know, let the motivation come. Let the motivational chips fall where they may. Wow. I'm embarrassed. (laughs) Okay. On that note, you can follow us on Instagram and interact with us on there at startingoverpod. Yes. And also you can email us at startingoverpod at gmail.com. Correct. Um, Hey, thanks for hanging out with us. Happy New Year. Happy 2021. Yes. I'm so grateful that last year is over and I'm so grateful that you are here with us. And remember, we are still in your corner. We love you. Love you. Bye.